You know, none of this work we do alone. We work with the economic development folks, you know, at the government level. We work with SBDC and, you know, Chambers of Commerce, all of the folks who are already supporting um, entrepreneurship and the, the building of the ecosystem. And it's through partnership that we're able to, to do the work that we do. Welcome to Forward with NACI, Inspiring Entrepreneurial Action, a podcast that shares the stories of everyday entrepreneurs, entrepreneurial leaders, and the communities that support us. We hope that this diverse collection of stories brings you inspiration, inspires you to take action, and ignites entrepreneurship in your community as we make our way forward together. Welcome to this episode of Forward with NACI. I'm Rebecca Corbin, President and CEO of NACI, and I'm really excited to have a very special guest in our studio today, Kathy Deacon. And she's doing incredible work as a change agent, an entrepreneur, um, all kinds of different things around opening up opportunities for others. So let's jump right into it. And Kathy, why don't you just introduce yourself to uh, our audience today? Tell them a little bit about you and, and your background and what brought you to doing the work you're doing today. Okay. So Dr. Corbin, first, I want to say thank you for the opportunity to be here with you today. Love the work that you guys are doing in support of entrepreneurs and entrepreneurship all around the region. I'm Kathy Deacon. I'm currently serving as the Vice President of Business and Resource Development at the Advancement Foundation, and we can talk a little bit more about that. Delighted to be in the role. Um, started out my career long time ago, too, too long ago, I think, um, in Washington, D.C., doing um, project work for several large consulting firms and supporting, really, it was kind of in the energy space, but supporting entrepreneurs, um, women who are looking to make their way forward. All of that work was in, in international development. And that work really kind of paved the way for me to understand that, you know, there, there are folks from all walks of life who want what we all want, right? A, a better path forward. And you know, served in in many different roles um, in Washington D.C. and in the international space for about fifteen years, maybe closer to twenty. I, I don't know, and kind of felt like I wasn't connecting with the communities, you know, where I was living myself, and so wanted to bring some of the the skills that I had learned over the years um, into local communities, and so left the international space and working for consulting firms to move into, I started a small consulting firm doing some pretty basic economic development work in Baltimore and just fell in love with being like really local and really connected and knowing that I could, you know, make a difference um, with so many other folks who were working with entrepreneurs. And, you know, I'll stop to say, um, you know, my role model was really my dad. He had an eighth grade education, um, left school when he was in eighth grade, went into the Coast Guard to support a family um, who had come over from Germany. And watching him through the years start businesses and, you know, some of the struggles and the joys that entrepreneurship bring, I think really instilled in myself and all of my siblings, this attitude of, man, how how can we forge our own 
futures, you know, and while also impacting, you know, and and helping bringing others along with us. So, you know, I, I owe kind of where I am in my own mindset to to my dad. And he's not been with us for a long time, but boy, is his spirit alive in, in all of his kids. So, yeah. Um, that's beautiful. I think about that, Kathy, with my um, my grandfather, who also, he was in the Navy, but same situation, had, um, I think, a seventh or eighth grade education, but knew how to build houses. And I mean, one of the smartest people I've, I've ever known in my life. And I agree with you 100%. Those folks are, are, are with us, maybe not in body, but definitely kind of cheering us on and, and supporting our work. And I had mentioned to you a little bit earlier this morning, I read this great article um, about you. It was in your local newspaper, um, uh, September 22nd. I think that's when you um, took on this new role and it was it was exciting to um, read about. And it was equally exciting to me because Martinsville, Virginia, mm-hmm. as you know uh, from your work, is the, is the home of Patrick and Henry Community College. So they are an active NACI member, one of our entrepreneurial Colleges of the future. So I'm actually here. We're uh, recording from uh, um, Asheville, North Carolina, and they just received uh, a wonderful award for their innovative work. And much of what you described about entrepreneurship and um, supporting them, uh, you know, particularly veterans and and others, um, is a lot of the good work that goes on in community colleges. But I want to jump in for a second and and have you talk a little bit about what you're doing now. Um, explain to us the new organization uh, that you joined, and I understand their mission might be um, agriculture and innovation. If I if I read that correctly, uh, but just bring us up to speed on on what are you know, what is the organization? What are some of the objectives and what do you, uh, what are you focused on? Now? Yeah. And I, I will just say congratulations to Patrick and Henry Community College on, on their award. I look forward to hearing more about what they're doing. I, I left um, Martinsville. I did some work um, in Martinsville as the executive director for Uptown Partnership. And during that time, um, I got the opportunity to work once again with Annette Patterson of the Advancement Foundation, who's doing some pretty incredible work and has been um, for a number of years in the entrepreneurial space. And we had an opportunity while I was in Martinsville to reconnect. And for a lot of different reasons, um, I felt like it was probably time for me to come back to Stanton, where I had landed for a number of years. I've got family here. And after some conversations, um, Annette and I decided that it may be a great fit and great timing for both of us to kind of join forces. Um, The Advancement Foundation was started as a nonprofit organization in 2007, with the idea of supporting entrepreneurs and entrepreneurship in small and rural communities. And in about 2015, uh, Annette and her team then started what's called the Gauntlet Program. And it's a business planning and competition program. Started out in Vinton, very small. I think um, had about 15 entrepreneurs who went through the program at that time. And since that time, there have been close to a thousand entrepreneurs who have gone through the business planning and competition program. And, you know, while there are many of those programs successfully doing and supporting and providing resources to entrepreneurs all over, you know, the country, one of the things that I found particularly interesting about the gauntlet is that 
it's not just the business planning competition over, you know, since 2015. So now moving into getting ready to move into the 10th year. So we just finished up the ninth year and um, they are really excellent and have been developing this network of mentors for over 10 years now. And so there are mentors who support entrepreneurs as they're going through the business planning program. It's a 10-week program, which started out in person. And, you know, 2021, as it did a lot of things, uh, provided this kind of cool, disruptive opportunity. And so everything has been taken online. The, the class portion of it has been taken online. But the the interesting piece to me is the fact that there are close to 300 industry um, and sector experts who support the program and support the entrepreneurs um, with their own expertise. And that has been really critical. I know in, in my own life, and my own journey, it has certainly been mentors and people who had experience that I didn't have, um, was looking to have, that supported me along my way. And, you know, many of those mentors continue for me today, and we are seeing that with the program as well. So. We are now in 50 communities. The the gauntlet is in 50 communities um, across Virginia, expanding really, truly, you know, monthly. Um, We're talking to new communities who are interested in figuring out ways to support entrepreneurs and growing their entrepreneurial ecosystem. And one of the exciting things that happened this year is through a partnership with Opportunity Southwest and UVA Wise, we just expanded into all of Southwest Virginia and um, had a really successful kind of beta test first year and are looking forward to um, growing that program in in that area as well. And I think one of the things um, that feels so important to us is a real focus on small and rural communities. You know, the Northern Virginias and the Richmonds of the world, they get a lot of resources and kind of things are directed to those communities. And so for us, it's really important to ensure um, and to work with other partners. You know, none of this work we do alone. We work with the economic development folks, you know, at the government level. We work with SBDC and, you know, Chambers of Commerce, all of the folks who are already supporting um, entrepreneurship and the the building of the ecosystem. And it's through partnership that we're able to to do the work that we do. Yeah, I was thinking as you were speaking, um, Mountain Gate Community College, uh, Dr. John Rainoni, I'm actually here with him as well. Oh, there's your kitty cat (laughs) for those looking at the. the Yes, yes. (laughs) <laughs> we get to meet each other's pets That's <laughs> of, uh, of the um, Zoom culture. It is. Anyway, um, uh, he speaks a, a lot about the gauntlet and, and what a great uh, model it is. So, you know, kudos uh, to you for working to scale that that opportunity, especially uh, in the state of Virginia. You have a new uh, chancellor there uh, who came to you from um a, uh, from Pima Community College. So um, yes. he's a real champion um, of entrepreneurship and innovation, I'm sure, as you know. So there's a lot of good good things going on there. So as our, our time kind of winds down here, I, I would love it, um, Kathy, if you might share with us 
some of your aspirations for the future. Um, you know, you, you've had some really rich experiences and now working with this uh, nonprofit to try to build this, you know, where, where do you see all of this going in the next uh, couple of years? Yeah. So we're the Advancement Foundation. We kind of have built, you know, kind of a three-pronged stool. So it's uncovering resources. So identifying assets that already exist, like, you know, the chambers and small business development centers, who are already working in the ecosystem development that we can continue to work with and cultivate the building of, of those systems and that we can also uncover new resources that, that may not have been uncovered to date. And so it's the resources, it's certainly programming. So we're going to look, we're working now on developing kind of a, a side call it our entrepreneurial hustle, right? A side hustle where we'll focus on um, more of the STEM-focused businesses, so science, technology, engineering, and anything involved in math. So kind of a, a two-pronged gauntlet program where we'll have, you know, our, our typical gauntlet program, which, you know, you can come through with an idea, Main Street, and right now it's set up to also accommodate um, technology-focused businesses, agriculture. But what we see is there are some different needs in the STEM sector. And so we're we're looking to develop out a program that is specifically focused on folks who have ideas or you know, emerging businesses or businesses that are established and looking to grow. So certainly looking at development of additional programs that really support both the entrepreneurs and the communities that they're from. And then, of course, placemaking. We had the the great um, fortune of being able to work with the city of Buena Vista to purchase, you know, a, a vacant, almost 40,000 square foot old manufacturing building. And we are really working hard on developing that into a space where um, ag businesses and, and high growth businesses have a place to land. So looking in other communities as well, what are the opportunities that exist to create kind of some accelerator spaces, um, some hub working spaces, and, you know, just continuing the work that we do. Yeah, I think that's a really smart like side hustle or pivot or whatever you want to call yeah. it. Um, I was in Memphis uh, last week as part of a convening through the University of Memphis on an NSF grant. So it's um, their acronym is the Integrity Grant, but it's really focused on entrepreneurship for underserved uh, communities. And one of the things I learned is, you know, there's about $80 billion that's being um, kind of pumped into these programs yeah. and really thinking about how can we seize this opportunity um, to really make a difference in our communities everywhere. So I'm really excited to see um, what will come of that. And I hope you'll come back on uh, onto our program maybe next year and, and give us an update on, on how things are going with the gauntlet. And, and I'm sure we will probably bump into each other. I hope so in person, but um, just want to thank you, Kathy, for your leadership and, and sharing your story too. Um, we get to talk to a lot of really wonderful guests that share a little bit about their paths. And that's one of our objectives with Forward with NACI, that you might hear something 
on this podcast that will inspire you to take action. So um, thank you so much. I hope you have a great day and and best wishes with your bold plans uh, as you move forward. Yeah, Dr. Corbin, thank you so much for the opportunity on behalf of, you know, the entire Advancement Foundation team and all of the folks who were involved in the programming. You know, entrepreneurship and the building of the ecosystem truly takes a village and we don't do any of this work alone. So thank you for all that you do as well. Thank you for joining us today. We hope that you will continue to explore the many ways to define entrepreneurship with NACI as we celebrate opportunity, failing forward and success, learning from one another along the way. Subscribe to this podcast on your favorite platform and follow at NACI on social media and learn more about us at NACI.com forward slash podcast. Stay tuned for a new episode each week. We look forward to making our way forward together with you. Have you heard the exciting news? NACI recently released a new publication titled The NACI Playbook, Volume 1, all about how entrepreneurial mindset sets the new standard for success in communities and colleges. The NACI Playbook digs into entrepreneurial mindset and how practicing leadership with this framework creates an agile culture with space to innovate, co-create, fail forward, and accelerate growth. Entrepreneurship and entrepreneurial leadership require us to lean in, anticipate and recognize trends, manage change, be resilient, take risks, reflect, and rest in the knowledge that anything is possible. Learn from our innovative, insightful, generous network who navigates both challenges and opportunities entrepreneurially as we share what we've learned and how you might apply their experience to your work. We hope you'll be as inspired as we were. Learn more at www dot nacyplaybook dot com